They're bad. They're boys. And occasionally, they talk about running. Yes, it's the Bad Boy Running Podcast with your hosts, Jody Rainsford and David Heller. Come back. Baby, come back. With a bye-bye-bye-bye. bye-bye-bye-bye. I must admit I was a clone to be messing around. But that doesn't mean that you have to leave. Hello, Jody Rainsford. Hello, Do Better. How are you all doing? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, I'm actually tired. I've been up since five, just because I wake up at five. But good. Otherwise, we we're going to say before we got in stuff, we keep on changing what software we use. Zoom sucks. Fujin sucks. Riverside sucks. Is there a good recording software for podcasts? And video that anyone knows that doesn't suck balls because yeah. we seem to be flying through them all and they all we'd like have to go, massive We'd like issues. to go through all of them to see how much they suck. We've got, we want a massive suck scale on, I don't, I don't understand. Like do other, when you see other people's like video podcasts and stuff, they don't seem to have any, any issues with uh, sound quality or video quality. Uh, and they seem to be doing it on, on like on Zoom or, or something else. Uh, I don't know whether it's because we do so much that actually, you know, probably 90% of the stuff we do is okay, but it's just when the 10% yeah. we really, really fucks up, it looks terrible. And around the world, and yeah, true. Yeah. Um, it could, yeah, it could well be that. I mean, it's, it's just frustrating because you, you just think, this shouldn't be so hard by now. Surely someone realises you record locally, you record in the crowd, you record both tracks. And you piece them back together when you can, or you do something. But anyway, anyway, well, ooh, what has been going on? Have you? This is. I want to start with. with start with with unbelievably good news um, in many respects. You know Dominic, who we interviewed, the refugee runner, interviewed on the yeah. podcast. So, have you heard about Dominic? No. No. What's that? This. This blues. So. Um, Marcus is his coach, he's a lovely man in Switzerland. He he messaged me every now and then with updates because he knows that I love it. Um, and Dominic has been, for people who haven't listened to that podcast, go and listen to it, it's really interesting. It started because we were, um, we'd interviewed uh, Richard, Richard Bullock, about the refugee team who were, as it sounds, giving people displaced who they're then trying to get into the Olympics to the World Championships. Dominic actually fled and uh that was a big controversy in the on film run and he's been living in switzerland for a couple of years now maybe two three years struggling to really find his place and particularly to race so he can race locally but he can't travel because he can't get visas because he's, he's still a refugee he was allowed to race in the diamond league that was happening um in fact i don't think it was in switzerland it was the most recent diamond league in the 3,000 metres. How do you reckon he did? He did really, really well. So he was, um, Jacob Kablimo was racing, he's bloody good. And um, he set a 20 second PB. The final lap, Kablimo went early, kind of tried to tear everyone apart. And Dominic was in fifth or something and just slowly just held on, came back, took him on the line. So he's got a world lead time now in the 3,000 metres, the fastest time this year. Wow. And 
it it was it was it was amazing to watch the commentary. So I watched on the BBC. The commentary didn't really know because Dominic was there about throughout the race, but he was always like top three, top five. And it wasn't until in the last half a lap they were sort of like, who's this dude? They kept on calling him Cornelius Kemboy, who's someone completely different. Um, but they didn't really know what to say about him because obviously he wasn't in their notes and they didn't have any track history on him. Steve Crown came in afterwards and clearly had done a Google and started talking. But it's this weird position now where suddenly Dominic has been broadcast to the world, his talent, unbelievable. But... To be a Swiss citizen, he needs to have been there for eight years. So he's now in this weird position where, right, he's shown his talent. And what, like, what, what, what can happen? Hopefully things like this will help increase pressure, increase um, just the, the number of eyeballs seeing this. But it's, I mean, unbelievable result, but also one where you're like, oh, what? And, and now dot 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 question mark um but yeah unbelievable just to turn up that, and... I mean, what's the what's that situation can you know could, could it turn into a kind of a draft situation where people go that come and be a citizen of our country like yeah well we, you know like all the all the best schools they want on all the best colleges they want the top top uh, sports talent don't they you're like yeah i yeah, mean come and run for us uh, I bet play, I mean, that happens in the Middle East with UAE, Saudi, Qatar, Oman. Um, they're all, they all, a lot of their athletes are athletes from Africa who they've recruited in purely for PR. I don't know if Dominic would want that though, though, because he's, he's got his, his network. He, he's got his coach. He's got, would you then want to leave the country that you've, taken to be your own to go into somewhere else that maybe you would it it really depends on how financially and you know how he sees his life progressing but hopefully something like this will actually increase pressure for him to be fast-tracked and in the same way um we had with uh, you know his side runner who was uh facing deportation and through a petition they stopped it Maybe that could happen with can we adopt Dominic in Switzerland and really get that campaign going? It'd be amazing to see. That would be amazing, absolutely. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah, really cool. So we'll keep on watching this space. And Marcus, who's his coach, messages quite a lot of time and Rich messages every now and then as well. Um, so, and I, I think Honor doing great things, actually, just the company. A lot of the stuff, we've obviously been... Uh, What's their what's, say, their what's their right. um, what's their motto now? Jog on. What is it? I can't remember. <laughs> Come on. Dream on. Dream on, Dominic. Dream, Dream on. on. Dream on. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it doesn't sound great, does it, when you when you say it like that? <laughs> yeah. You want to get your you want to get to the Olympics? Dream on. Uh, dream on. <laughs> it, it's so much in the saying, isn't it? Um, but I've, I've got, I mean, I've got lots of little bits of news. Uh, what, what's been happening with you in the, before I kind of plow through news around the world as such, or? Say again. What's what? been happening I've with got, you? I've got these, right, this is how, this is how shit blue jeans is. I've got all of this set up in, and I've got headphones in. I'm not hearing anything through the headphones. It's all coming through the computer because this, 
this uh, for some reason it doesn't connect until about five or six minutes into speaking. But I've got to say, but I can't properly hear you, so I'm just going to change this for a second so I can do it. God, this is so. How many episodes have we done now? Oh, too many, too many. That's for sure. Um... Go on. Sorry, ask me the question again. I I still can't hear oh, you. That sounds. That sounds different now. Maybe it's because you're closer. Still so, not going. Um, my yeah. headphones are plugged in. Still not going through my headphones though. Still coming out the the the. Well, anyway, before oh, before we, we play on, what's what's been happening with you? What's what's happening in JD's world? Are you are you training? Are you racing? Are you, are you, you know aiming for something? I haven't I haven't run for for probably a couple of weeks because um, it's just, you know when it, you you go on holiday, and it's just an utter shit show. Like up, running up to your holiday, you're and you end up just like compromising mm. on everything just because you need to get stuff done. It, it doesn't matter how long you go on holiday for; you can go go away for like a week, two weeks, whatever. It's just you seem to do about three months worth of work in the run up to the holiday, and it just feels like it's been like that at the moment, interspersed with having to go to all sorts of children's stuff at school which they seem to put right at the end of the right at the end of term as well but i have my closest thing to doing anything athletic is going to my kids sports days the two different sports days <laughs> that they had as well which was so you know you're not training was, for that then which was very good but the thing is what what's it interesting about it is that and i think this is kind of like entirely true is that uh, and actually this is an indictment upon um uh the lack of sport on tv um mm. is that actually just being in that environment and actually see kids running and actually be somewhere where it is uh you're, you're seeing people doing things athletic it is inspiring it is properly inspiring mm. to see people like competing and running and really really making an effort and being and like some people being really fucking good and some people making like a real effort and it's it's quite funny because the um uh the school that Frida goes to they have a field because they were in the middle of a town but their field's not big enough and so they've got this weird thing where they have a they have a 200 meter track um, yeah. rather than a 400 meter track and so when they do the kind of the 800 meters they you know it's multiple times the meter track goes diagonally across the um the 200 meter track because in wow. order to make it long enough it's just it's the weirdest do they have a 300 meter race that does it all <laughs> no, but it's great. I mean, it, and the other thing I, uh, that you kind of notice about it as well is that I don't remember when we were younger, um, like there being uh, uh, children of different sizes. I like when I, all I remember at school was everyone was skinny um, and I don't mm. you know whatever that's a product of. But everyone was skinny. And so because everyone was skinny, you just knew that some people were fast and some people weren't. Um, mm. And there was never any variables. Like, children seem to be all kinds of sizes now. And the sizes they are, like they're short, tall, some a bit bigger, some are kind of like skinny, stuff like that. But the size and the shape they are, it has absolutely, doesn't seem to have any bearing on how quick they're going to be or how athletic they're going to be. Like, you couldn't, like, normally you'd see... It's better for bookies. It's, yeah, exactly. No, but you look at, like, normally, like, and this is a typical thing people do with, like, runners, isn't it? They look at it like, skinny, whip it, going to win this one. You know, obviously got a long stride length and stuff. And then the short tubby kid, like, fucking destroys them all. You're like, whoa, that's what we want to see. That's exactly what we want to see. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was quite good. 
Um, the um, uh, the I, I felt that we let the side down by not because um, you know, they have houses and stuff by not properly yeah. supporting the house that, that they were in. But then no one was. It was all very kind of genteel and stuff. And I was like, why? Why aren't we wearing red? Why aren't we? You know, why aren't we doing? Yeah. This? What were you? Why what you, were you did you have houses at your school? We did. We did at my senior school, not my junior school. Yeah. What were, what were your houses? Because you and, can tell a lot about a school by the by the names of their houses. Middle, upper, hall. It's just where they were. One was in the hall, one was up the street, <laughs> one was in the middle, lower. <laughs> functional. Westwood, because that was by the wood. <laughs> and Freedom, yeah. they are. It's um, Austin, um, Williams. Um, oh, after, after David, David Williams. After Venus Williams. <laughs> Venus Williams. Uh, um, okay. Watson. After Emma Watson, um, who's the other one? Oh, um, Pankhurst. Yeah, yeah. They they ah. they they did a vote. Um, they vote like every year whether to keep it or not or something. And so and they changed the. I, I don't know who they had before. At Hugo's school, they yeah. are. It's I mean it's Grenfell, Mole, Livingston, like Christian missionaries. You're like what? Wow. Yeah, Actually, so we did have one from my junior school. We were Wind of the Willows. You had ba- I was a badger. We had rat, <laughs> tiger, mole. Great. Badger. Yeah, I was ba- badgers. Come on, badgers. <laughs> um, I forgot about that. I like there's I there's I I I did suggest I thought it'd be a medium where because in some ways if you're changing it every year, then actually you lose you lose your connection with people above and below. Which is almost quite sad because it's quite funny if you meet someone from your school and you're like, oh, which hall did you? Where were you staying? You're like, I was in, I was in middle. You're like, oh, I was in middle. Oh, so where were you? And you, you've got that connection. Whereas if, if every year they change the names, yeah. um, then, and it, it's, I mean, are they all females then? Is it a girls' school? Oh, it's all girls' school. Yeah, yeah, it is. Girls' school. Okay. Yeah, very true. Very, very different when you have watching a. a a uh, sports day that's mixed and a sports yeah. day that's all girls it's so much more supportive and so much like they're all clapping each other they're all kind of like hugging each other it's just it's a totally different vibe and then when you watch it on the uh <laughs> when it's a mixed one it's like oh there's a, there's a bit of a difference here it is it's really interesting yeah course, that is interesting when I was, yeah when i was when i was, you know before i had kids and like when the children were small i was like there was no way my daughter will ever, ever, ever go to an all-girls school. No way. Never happen. And look where we are. But yes, it is an all-girls school. But uh, but yeah, it was well, it was it was really nice. I think we know who wears the trousers in uh, that decision. Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, well, I'm trying to think. What, what should we spin this on to? So um, we actually kind of linking into that. So at his side, we've been told that. We can, it said, for safeguarding reasons, you're, we're, they're now obliged to separate the use of the track by juniors and seniors. So actually, now they have to not only ensure that you're training at different, well, you're training at different times, which um, just seems a bit sad. Wait a and minute. You think, but isn't it? It's not. It's not the other competitors that are normally the ones that. It's normally the coaches who are the pedos, isn't it? True. I mean, yeah. not, I mean it, it's it's if the anything, coaches you've got to stay away from, not the other, not your other fellow fucking yeah. runners. 
You're right. They're getting rid of all the witnesses, all the protection. Exactly. This the is making it worse. To. Oh, basically. So what they're doing actually is they're making sure that all the younger, more vulnerable people are totally separated from the people who can actually re- safeguarding. Yeah. Safeguarding. Yeah, I, I'm assuming this will affect actually quite a few listeners because that to me just sounds annoying. One, it's annoying to schedule a track anyway, and this makes it more complex. But two. I love the idea, and maybe this is an idea that doesn't happen that much, but you go along with your kids and you do track. Surely that's a lovely thing to do on a Saturday, or rather than having to take your kids then, and then you've got to train at a separate time, which creates problems automatically. I understand the reasons behind what led to this, um, but it just seems... I'd say that having... A lot of people at a track is not an issue, surely. It's, yeah. Isn't it more about times of isolation? Exactly. More that's that's the issue, isn't it? It's not, it's not a, the safeguard. Yeah, that's, it, is, it is weird. Like, why, it, it, what are the situations where mixing those things have caused issues? What and are, maybe I'm assuming it's because what safeguarding is not not to do with historical issues and more to do with big people running over small people maybe it's that simple but i just don't so yeah it just seems um onerous without actually much benefit and a lot of annoyance surely Um, and and doesn't and doesn't get rid of the nancy coaches who potentially doesn't get rid of the nut yeah, it doesn't get rid of the uh, yeah empowers him if anything. But, empowers him, <laughs> makes it easier. Yeah, absolutely. But do bad. Is this happening at your clubs? Is this happening around the world? Um, and what are your thoughts? Because actually, so much about sport and about health is ease of of like the hassle factor. When things become too much of a hassle, you just lose people. And so if you're in, in essence having to go to the track twice to have your kids and then you there. Some people will do that, but some people won't. And um, that just seems a shame when we're trying is that, to... Is that imposed on a club level or is that being, or is that being suggested at a higher level? This is... I've just heard this from a WhatsApp chat. Uh, a WhatsApp chat. Um, so club level currently, and I don't know whether that's just been a decision by the club, or whether it's based on guidance by UK. Oh, it's not related to you, is it? What have you haven't been wearing wearing those shorts again? (laughs) Sure, sure. Could it? We're we're talking about this as though this is some scandalous thing, and they've they've called it safeguarding just to be polite to you to kind of go right. We can't have a conversation with him about the the shorts he wears and stuff. So yeah, a general safeguarding thing. It's basically it's basically anywhere where Pete Reese, Danny Glenn, or myself goes to track. Um, <laughs> they've they've had to put these rules in because just because of the shorts. So it's uh, is this happening to other short short wearers? You know, should, do we need to stand together in our short shorts? Um, yeah. So I'd I'd love to know from others if this is common, if this is an annoyance, if this has stopped some some of your training. Um, increase the hassle faster or if you think it's like necessary a really good idea um, or if you, if you if it's happening UK wide um, so have you so 
what do you think to to relay races and access because this is a new one that i've i've that's come in and thought actually this hasn't been down racing so you know the big half yeah that happens yeah um trying to be the london marathon equivalent and they often give out places for access for local runners I think the the intention really is to encourage more people to to run. So they're doing a relay, um, four five k relays, um, ten pounds each, and you you get finishes medal on top and everything. And uh, I think about that and like actually, well, my first thought my first thought was like, wow, that's I've not seen that before, and that's quite fun. I think that genuinely would encourage access. But do you, do you know the course? No, I don't know. The... So the first course runs away from town, down um, the, it's not the A4, but down the major A road, through a tunnel where you then inhale pollutants for about a mile before you emerge into like near the Isle of Dogs. And so you've got these four relay legs where the first one and the second one's a bit nicer. It's more of the London Marathon route, route where you're running back along the um, Chatemps. But you're like, these are not equal legs. Like whoever takes that first one out. Um, but um, I love this. I think this is great. And I don't think there are enough relays. When we did it, the one thing I'd say that was good about Edinburgh Marathon is that we could take a whole load of friends who did a, a 10k leg and that just means you can have everyone involved and this is even more so right so i i was surprised by this particularly financially like that's a good deal um but surely a great thing but a, a huge logistical nightmare for having all those extra people on the course as well um and the transition zones and how we're going to do it but yeah, have you heard of anything like this before no, no, I haven't. I'm, I'm intrigued as to whether I don't. How much fun is it? I don't. I, you know, I like the thing. Oh, it's great as a group. But you're never, but you're never running together as a group at any point, are you? You, you don't actually see each other at all at any point on the race, apart from when you do the transition. And so, I suppose it, it, if the route allows you to, when you're finished, and I suppose you can go and support, or you can go to the other transition, or I suppose it depends on how easily accessible it is around uh, yeah. on the route um in order to be able to get back and support and stuff like that i suppose that would be quite good but well, i think I that adds to the excitement is that jeopardy of where do i need to get to at what time will i be able to see them yeah do you all start out together in the morning do you just go straight to your places and you follow are you tracking them <laughs> you don't even know if they're there <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> like how all those little things and then meeting up afterwards, talking about your legs and we had uh, everyone was fancy dressing up, which is quite fun because you then you're then hanging out with all the other people and you'll then see, oh, they're fancy dress teams as well. And you'll then see. Yeah, I do think it makes you chat to people more. Because you're, you're waiting longer and you're seeing people come in, there's more going on. Yeah, I think it's a great thing. And actually, like the, for the for the clubs, the the road relays are always amazing, well attended, and, and really really fun. And people absolutely bury themselves. And imagine for this as well, this is quite good because you get a lot of people who aren't necessarily 
half marathon fit, he'll bury themselves for a 5K. Um, so I just thought that was really cool. Um, and did you see we um, we got an email about a new website, a new app Ooh. called New Run. I quite like the idea of this. I don't know if it's going to take off. So what would you say is the one of the biggest issues, one of the things you want to – if you sign up to do something like, let's say, the um, – a mountain marathon in Switzerland. What would what would your biggest questions be? Mountain marathon in Switzerland. I my biggest question would be like, what do I need to what do I need to wear? Like, what is the what is the kit that I need to bring? I've not you know if I've not run in that environment before, what shoes I need to wear? Um, the amount of support in terms of aid stations on on a route like that. How often am I going to be alone? You know, um, you know, I think those those are kind of the, the key things, aside from navigation and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Well, it, that's that's what I was hoping you would say, something along those lines, particularly like road marathons, road marathons, but particularly for trail, you've just got no real sense of what it's going to no. be like. So this, this is cool. They say prepare for the course, not for the distance. And the idea is that you can view the route. So... This goes, and I haven't, I actually haven't downloaded it. <laughs> I've done as much work as we normally do. Um, but the idea is you can then choose the race that you are interested in. Yeah. And it actually takes you through the route itself. So you can visualize it. You can see what the terrain's like. Although for some reason in their trailer, they keep on showing things like California International Marathon. I mean, who really cares, who really cares about a road marathon? that much because you can see what the height and elevation is like before um oh wow they've done it on bikes this is this is not a lot <laughs> yeah for one they've done it bikes. <laughs> but this this is something i thought this is a great idea but then they've done it for road marathons and actually this is oh here we go they're now showing trail and um i think this is a great idea because particularly if you think about the races people spend a lot of money on it's things like your utmb races um it's your your big out of town ones some of the rat race races for example how good would it be to actually have videos of the terrain i can and see the atmosphere i can see i can see why some people would like that absolutely i can see because they want to prepare for it and stuff like that but i don't know i'm slightly different in the sense that i want all that to be a surprise because I'm doing it okay. for a different reason. Like, um, imagine yeah. someone like, you know, Richard McDowell. He'll, you know, will study every inch of the course, run it multiple times, stuff like that. But if I'm doing like a big, right, like Southdale, I mean, not Southdale's way, but, you know, like, mm. like a hundred mile or something like that, or yeah. a, a race on a trail that I've not been on before. I kind of want it to be a surprise. Would you well. look at elevation before? I, though, the, or would you, would I, you I would check at trail? And I, I ha before, I have, the only things I've looked at are road crossings. Because knowing that when you when there's a road crossing and you go on a trail and stuff like that, sometimes it's not clear where the other part of the trail is. So just road crossings and things like oh, that. Oh yeah, but that's clever. easy because okay. you can do that on Street View. Um, yeah. So you could do that anyway. But that would kind of be the only thing anywhere that looked like it might be um, somewhere that you can either get lost or where there's like a bridge or a roadway and you just you know you kind of want to work it out. But those little kind of pinch points, those are the only things that I'd want to. The rest of it, 
Because I wouldn't be racing it. That's the thing. So it's different. I suppose it's different for different people. If you're if you're running it to to, to really perform, absolutely, I can see that. I, I would you, you know, use it to choose a race? I see. That was quite a good. That'd be quite a good idea. I think. I think as that, I'd find that much more much more interesting because when we talk about things like Western States, we talk about UTMB stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it's really hard to picture what it's actually like. Races are so different. Trail race. I mean, the word trail race is just so fucking broad. You might as well just say, uh, you know, runny, yeah. outdoorsy thing, because it, it can apply to so many things. Like you say, with a road, a road marathon, they're pretty fucking standard. You're never going to get a road marathon yeah. that's going to be. There might be something a little bit. You might, you might be in Venice, or there might be Amsterdam, and there might be some like little yeah. quirks for a small amount of time, but. Road race is all the same, but a trail race, the variation between what a trail race can be, you know, Thames Path or, um, you know, something in the Swiss Alps or whatever, both kind of like trail races to some extent. So, yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. I think that races that maybe don't have as much prominence could really benefit from this because people are always yeah. want to do UTMB, people always want to do 100 miles, things like that. But ones where you are selling the... Um, uh, the environment, the atmosphere, and the uh, the the location. If in locations, that yeah, people maybe don't all the support, or the variety, yes. or the yeah, yeah, all the quirkiness of it, or, or or something like that. I think that would definitely. I think I think it could be a really good um, sales tool. So that that's cause, so this would be interesting because I've I've looked at this and and actually they it's it's clearly an American company because they on the front page it says check out our initial events and it's the California Marathon the Big Sur Marathon the LA Marathon the San Francisco Marathon You're like <laughs> none of these none of these does it matter in any way maybe to see what the crowds are like but who, even that who gives crap you're signing up for a marathon really either for a time or because it's local um, or because you know someone there or you want to visit the place. So, um, but this could potentially be something where it pivots, and I'm, I'll be fascinated to know how they get the videos in because that, that's a huge, that make a huge impact on what it's like. Whether you have, is it someone on a bike who does it on race day? Is it someone who's just filmed it at some point? Is it user generated content from um, YouTube, from Instagram? And then where this goes is because I could imagine you're right. Actually, this could end up being something slightly different to what their intended use is. And it might be it's used more as a marketing tool by races. That's how they make their money rather than by um, customers who are looking to figure out their trainers or. Um, what's the running, what's the what's the cycling app that everyone uses where they got the. You know, you've, you've got the, the environment where you're kind of cycling through it and stuff like that. You could do that with what's it called? Um, As in, like Peloton? No, no, the other one where you have like the video and the the thing on your bike and what's that called? Because, oh yeah, because of the Z, something like that. You could just yes. you do the same thing. You could just write, you know, you could sell sell the you know opportunity to run run a race um, on your treadmill. Yeah. I mean, not the same, but but there's lots of opportunity. It's like Google Trail View, that's what they. Yeah, like. yeah, 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 and and that's the thing. Even when you're, you can watch Western States live stream, but you still don't get a sense of it because it's a camera no. runner who's filming a runner. So actually, you're seeing a little strip. You don't get to really see what the valley's like. You might be able to see the, the trail a little bit underfoot. Um, 
The, yeah, closest, I, the closest thing I've seen to getting close to how a trail feels is, is, your, is your Golden Trail stuff. That's the closest in terms of trying to understand like the intensity. But that's really a, talking about the, you know, the competitors and the yeah. intensity in which they're going around the course and, and getting a feeling of that. But yeah, you and don't... even within, yeah, even within that, you're it, it doesn't necessarily relate to relate to what you're experiencing. No, because they're running everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you're like, this would be very different when you're walking after six hours. Um, to... Yes. So and 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 even within that, it's it's always hard to tell how steep something is unless you've got the wide angle, and that's when you're like, oh wow, okay. Yeah. Um, well, Golden Shell, truth is that, John, John, what? In fact, you've got to go in three minutes. Let's save it for next week, shall we? But so actually, do as that is new run, N E U. I mean, that's annoying, isn't it? The way they spell oh. that. N E U. N E U. Neuron. Neuron. But um, sounds play, German. Nice idea. Ge- yeah. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Neuron. Neuron. I don't know if it will last because I'm not sure what the business case there is, um, but it's a nice idea. I think it could be useful. So fingers crossed for that. Um, would you invest in it? If you're a dragon, would you invest in it? Or are you, would you ask if it's trademark? And what's to stop someone else coming in and stealing stealing the concept? <laughs> is that, are those well, the, the things you're thinking of? I guess the big question is what's to stop Strava integrating it into their runs where that could they could do quite easily, right? Because I'll search for races on Strava sometimes, and, and in, even when I went to Mont Blanc, I, I looked at um, looked at segment times, looked at different course routes because they change it every year. So what's to change? What you already have? They're, they're introducing video now to Strava. Will they then introduce it? And so I, then it's going to come down to the, the ease of use. So. But I might so download it, actually. User-generated content, couldn't you, along trails and stuff? You know. Well, how about this? Let's download it as a podcast. Let's see if um, how it works. And if it's user-generated content, let's do some do-better content because we could create some footage that is unexpected, shall we say. <laughs> unexpected. <laughs> Oh, we could do the beerathon. I'm going to put the beerathon on there because that's probably a race that no one's um, I would yeah, love... seen in its full glory before, unless they've I... experienced it. I would love someone to do like uh, like the South Downs Way 100, but the South Downs Way 100 at a time when people are like dogging in the car parks along the route <laughs> or something, just at a completely different flavour to your experience. Yeah, or there's like a there's an illegal rave happening at the top. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the that's it. it. Was a LinkedIn LinkedIn message and invite from the the CEO and founder. So good luck with that, Cade. We think it's a, a nice idea. And do badders. Got the cat. Got the cat looking at me. Look at that. Hello. Oh. Can you see that? It's like unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. The things we uh, we have to deal with. <laughs> Roll with the punches. Very cute cat. Well. That's a new cat. I've not seen that one before. Um, well, do badders. Download it. You run, and then let's start creating some content. I'll have a play and see what kind of mischief I think we can suggest. Guess that brings us to a close, doesn't it? Given the time you've got yeah. to shoot off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's another, another, another fucking school event I've got to go to, and then, and then <laughs> at twelve o'clock they both finish school, and then we've got nine weeks of summer holidays. 
Oh wow, fun! Oh wow, so you've been um, on holiday and it's not even wait. You've been on holiday. It's not even the summer holiday. No, no, going on holiday on Saturday. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going to going to Paris. Well, where are you? Where, what would oh. you suggest to do in Paris? What's your What's your catacombs? See, the thing is, I've Cat- been to the catacombs. Oh, Libby, Libby thinks they're boring, so she doesn't want to take the kids down the catacombs. The kids will find it whack, insane. Oh. The oh. the. the uh, <laughs> There's an amazing market in the north of, of Paris, really good flea market, um, antique market slash Camden style market. That's good. I've got a, st- a story about the catacombs. Um, when they weren't as, we went when they kind of weren't as big as they were in terms of a tra- an attraction. And um, we were at our hotel and I was trying to say to the guy, like, we want to go to the catacombs. And he was going, the what? I was like, the catacombs. And he goes, well, what's the French word for it? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that is a French word. (laughs) (laughs) Catacomb. I was like, yeah, catacomb is a French word. Definitely. It's definitely the right word. Um, But it was it was like it used to be it used to be much more kind of like hush hush when you went there and stuff like that. It was like meeting meeting someone more kind of respectful. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit more it's a bit more um, sort of uh, well they've got a, they've got a guided tour and stuff and everything now, haven't they? So it's a bit it's a bit different, but. Um, but yeah, they're not interested in that. So I don't know what we're doing. Eiffel Tower. I've, I mean, kids and bodies and weird stuff—they've got to be surely. But I know. I mean, you're That's not going to be thought. short of things to do. You're not going to be short of things to do in Paris. There's plenty to do. I think I'm going to ruin Libby's experience by going to like the only vegan place, a vegan restaurant. And she's like, "We are not going to a vegan restaurant. I'm not going in some fucking hippie, dirty, smelly, <laughs> like uh, bloody patchouli smelling place where we're all eating fucking bean burgers." And I'm like, "All right, I don't think it's like that, but fine." So, how, is, how does she have this such a negative view of? She lives in Brighton, where there's loads of them. Well, she lived in Brighton. There's hundreds of amazing vegan places. So is, she, is that is that more a, a, a stain on her view of French? No, vegan? no. But Libby, Libby is a Libby has a balance. She has a balance between um, what she considers to be really good manners and also yeah. um, really hating um, vegans and everything about them. And the yeah. the thing is because i said to her if you want to eat she goes we can't ever go to any nice places i'm like you, you can absolutely go to all these nice places it's just <laughs> i can't have all the food it's just as simple as that i'll have something but i won't be able to have like you know the steak tartare course and, and stuff like that which is kind of what she wants and she goes yeah but that would just be weird if you're not eating i'm like but i can't do anything about that i'm not <laughs> stopping you from going you're stop you are stopping yourself from going you're it's yeah it's a bit it's a bit weird in that aspect the the children this is actually funny um i don't know do you know about um forest green football club um no they're well they're well known because of the guy that runs it um he i think it's eco uh ecosatry or something like that it's um yeah green energy company and they're and they're a vegan club um they are like um what's it called uh, there's no gender pay gap there it's like really kind of progressive it's kind of an experiment and stuff like that hugo was playing yeah. fifa on the uh, and this is how much they respect me. hugo was playing fifa um and he was playing as someone and he got beaten by forest green on that and i could hear him in the other room going damn vegans just like what is this? <laughs> i have such, such little respect for me such little respect for 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 my for my beliefs but um but yeah i want to make him i want to make him go to a vegan place in 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 paris because there are there are actually loads 
Um, and no one really expects take, it. So I think take them to one they it. don't know is vegan. That's how you've got to do it, right? You've got to trick them into it. Exactly. That's a good. That's a good idea. That's exactly what I want to do. We'll see if that works. <laughs> All right, well, then, mate, man. Enjoy your holiday. How long are you wait for? Ten days. Ten days. Ten days. We'll have a lovely time, and uh, I will see you on the next time. Do batters. Do let me know about your what's happening at your club, if uh, if you have a club, and um, if there's any guests you want us to in- interview, topics you want us to talk about, message me, David at badboyrunning.com. And if you want to uh, join the conversation, head over to Facebook, answer three questions, and you can join. Lorna's back now, so we'll open the store, and you can get lots of merch from there as well. That's just it, guys. We'll see you next time. See you later. Bye 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 And give me one more try Cause I love like this Should I never ever die Come back Fuck you buddy